if you have a Bible, I want to share a few things with you from the Word of God about uh, healing here tonight. And uh, we want to look at Matthew chapter 8. Matthew, the 8th chapter. There seems to be three different groups, three camps in uh, the church today when it comes to the subject of God's healing power and availability. There are those who believe that healing and miracles no longer happen today. They read about them in the Bible, acknowledge that they happened in the ministry of Jesus and in the early church, but they have been taught, they believe that that God doesn't do those things anymore today. Is there anybody here that it's too late for you to be convinced of that? <laughs> I t- <laughs> yeah, I've seen too many of these things already. Been healed myself, and uh, you know you can bring the, your best theological argument, but it runs right in the face of what I've experienced and what we see all the time. There's another segment, real of the body of Christ, and I say this in all honesty. Uh, these, I'm not saying any of these people are not a part of the body of Christ, not a part of the family of God. I'm not saying they're not going to heaven. But how many know within the kingdom of God, within the body of Christ, there are different beliefs, all right? And it's essential that we um, have the correct beliefs about the main things, and other things don't affect eternity per se, but they do affect here, right? This is one of those issues, one of those subjects. And so another group in the body of Christ, we love them, our brothers and sisters in the Lord, they believe that God can and that God does heal Sometimes, that when it comes to the healing of your body, you might get well, you might not. You might be healed, you might not. God might want you to be healed, He might not want you to be healed. All right, has anybody ever heard that kind of teaching before? You've ever ever experienced that? Okay, many of us have been taught that way. There is another group, and uh, I'm in the third group, and this, there are... Those of us in, in the church, in the body of Christ today, that believe that it is God's will for all people to be healed today. Amen. That we never come upon a situation where someone is sick or diseased because God wants them to be sick or diseased. All right. Is anybody in that group? Okay. Uh, if you're not in that group, I want to help you come over. You can switch camps tonight. (laughs) All right. Still same Jesus, same God, same church, different camp. (laughs) All right. You packed up your tent and you just moved over. We got room in our camp. Many people have been erroneously taught concerning healing. And because of that, it has kept them from receiving what God has freely given to them. When Jesus had trouble getting people healed, did you know that he did? Yeah. When Jesus had trouble getting people healed in his own, in his own hometown, the Bible said that his solution was that he went about to, throughout the villages, went about in a circuit teaching. That was his answer 
to his own hometown people being so full of doubt that most of them didn't get healed. He only could get a few people healed there. So he did what? He went teaching. What do we think he taught? Well, I know he taught correctly. And I know the fact that they needed correct teaching means that they had wrong thinking. They had or had been taught incorrectly concerning healing. So I know for certain if you have trouble, if Jesus had trouble in, in a location getting people healed and his solution was to set up a teaching circuit and go about teaching, I don't think he taught that God wants some of you to be healed. You know what I'm talking about? Because in his hometown, this is Mark 6 if you want to verify this out, but in his hometown he was successful at getting some of them healed. But he saw that as a problem. He saw that as, this is not right. What is up with the unbelief in this place? See, many people today would say, well, you know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> you know, God wants to do it sometimes, sometimes. You just never know what God's going to do. And we just thank God for His will. I mean, maybe He's, he's doing something in these other people's lives. No, Jesus saw it as, this is a problem here. Everybody didn't get healed? I've got to fix this. So what did he do? He taught. And we know for certain he couldn't have been going around teaching. You know, it might work, it might not work. <laughs> he couldn't have been going around teaching um, really what some teach today to Christians to their detriment. He had to be. If he wanted to get the rest of them healed, he had to be putting faith in them, confidence in God's will that they could be healed. Amen. Likewise, it is today, if someone's not receiving what God wants them to have, what He wills for them to have concerning their physical healing, they simply need some adjustments made inside. The teaching of God's Word can be such an amazing help. It turns a light on. It, it, it dispels darkness and confusion. And all of a sudden, when the light is on, when everything is clear, God's power flows freely. Amen. Things are easily received. Amen. Yes. It's like if I, were, if I had a bunch of things on the shelf and I were trying to uh, locate a particular item, but it was dim or dark in the room, I might fumble around and knock everything down and be very unsuccessful in trying to uh, uh, retrieve what I wanted from the shelf. But as soon as the light came on, it would be very easy to just grab hold of whatever I wanted off that shelf. Well, I see it. It's right there. I'll just go ahead and get that, and I'll take it for myself. Amen. And when we see the Lord's will concerning our physical body... Um, it's easy to just uh, go ahead and grab a hold of that, okay? Amen? Amen? Amen. And so if I don't understand that it's God's will for all to be healed today, how could I ever know if it is God's will for me to be healed? Do you know I really don't know that? And in reality, if that were the case, when we, when we have people come in a service such as this, to receive healing, and let's say we had a line of people up front here, and, you know, it was God's will for some of them to be healed and for some of them not to be healed. 
How could we genuinely minister and pray in faith for all of them? It would be impossible. You know, in reality, we'd have to have a revelation each time. We'd have to start with the first person and say, Lord, show me. Give me a word of knowledge concerning your will for this one. And we'd have to wait. And if the Lord didn't reveal to us anything, how many know we really couldn't pray? Because what are we going to pray? I don't want to pray against the will of God. And if he wants them sick, what am I doing asking for them to be healed? That would be rude. <laughs> I mean, that would be not in line with, with, with the Lord's plan. I want to pray according to his will, not opposing his will. And so I've got to find out. And each and every person we prayed for, we'd have to hear from God. We'd have to have a revelation from the Lord. Yep, healed. Next week. Uh, never. Know what I'm talking about? The only way that I could know if I'm ministering to people or if I'm receiving ministry through somebody else, the only way I could know that God wanted me well is if I knew that He wanted everybody well. Again, outside of that, the only way would be is to have a specific revelation from God at the moment concerning that. And how many know that's just not scriptural? You don't see Jesus going around doing that. Lord, this one? This one? Was that? Now, you said yes. Which one was that? You know, at times he ministered to multitudes. That, that would be, I mean, that takes a long time anyway. When, at times when, he, when Jesus touched and laid hands on every single person, think about if you had to discern the will of God concerning each one. How many know that wasn't, that wasn't the way he approached it? Wasn't, isn't the way that we, are, we approach it. There's only one way we can. We must be convinced up front, God wants everybody well today. Otherwise, again, I'm shooting in the dark. And I'm oftentimes praying against God's will. And the reality is, when I pray, when you pray for anyone, it's never in faith. Never. It can never be in faith if we have this wondering, I wonder if God wants to kill this one. You know? Or, or let me be more <laughs> churchically correct. <laughs> Maybe God wants to allow this one to die. Uh-huh. <laughs> Matthew 8, verse 1. It says, When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him, and behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can Make me clean. Jesus said, let me think about it for a while. Tell me about your life. Tell me, how much have you given in the offering lately? Tell me, have you committed any sins? Did he? Let me check with my father in case... He doesn't really like you very much. 
Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Do you know this is the only account that we have of a person questioning Jesus concerning his will and their healing. And the only account that we have, the only record we have of someone questioning the Lord in that regard, Jesus did not hum and ho and, and give some, you know, answer. I'm thinking of like a politician would skirt around the issue, you know, and not really answer. Uh, very clear, very plain, he just said, I will. You want to know if I'm willing? I will. Be cleansed. Be made whole. That should settle it for all of us for all times. What is the will of the Lord concerning our healing? I will be healed. Today, many people question God's will in these matters. And uh, it is essential to know God's will for all so that you can be guaranteed of God's will for you. When we get settled in our hearts as to what God wants, it is just a matter of cooperation with Him now. Isn't that good? If, he, if we don't know what He wants, how can we cooperate? If He wants something different than we want, then we have to be at odds with God. But thank God He wants what is good. He wants what is... Uh, what is healthy for us. We never see, ever see in Jesus' ministry a time when, when someone came to him for healing that he turned them away and said something to the, to the effect of, it's not time for you, or it's not God's will for you, or something of that nature. Never do we see that. You know what? Because of that, we should never say that today as well. Never has the Lord said to you later concerning your healing. Never. If you had a face-to-face conversation, never does he say, you know, my plan for you is down the road concerning this. Never does he say no concerning your healing. If so, we would at least have one example in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. At least one. But you know what? We don't have any of those. But we, what we do see is when the will of God was questioned, the will of God was settled once and for all, that the Lord is willing. Why would God want you to be sick? Why would He want you to be sick? So He can watch you suffer? That's inconsistent with God's love. So we could learn something from it? Well, that's inconsistent with the fact that he sent teachers and he sent his Holy Spirit who would be our teacher. See, those, those things are human reasoning. They're, they're, they're exalting man's plans above God's plan. People have figured out and, and, and lined out and made outlines and written books on why people are healed or why people are not healed and given reasons from God's perspective these things are written even though they're not in the mind of God. 
and they're really not consistent with the revealed Word of God. They're really not even logical once you know Him and His plan. Okay? And so, uh, why would He want you to say To make you more holy? You know, God is the most holy of all, and He's never been sick. How, how and in what way that if I were inflicted with sickness and disease, would I end up or I result from that more holy than I were before? That's not how God works. That's not, again, if anyone thinks that, that's human thinking. That's not the revealed will of God, the revealed word of God. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 1 for a few moments tonight. Genesis 1, I want you to be reassured. Don't want there to be even an ounce, the slightest bit of question, the slightest bit of, of wondering and doubt concerning what God wants for your physical body. And I know there's, again, human reasoning and false ideas hit every one of us. The enemy will bring thoughts to you to try to keep you in a mindset that repels God's healing power to your, to your body. But if we can get our thinking straight, then again, we are simply cooperating with the Lord and His love and mercy and healing power. And so we don't want there to be one sliver of a, of a, a thought. I mean, the thought could enter, but, you know, you, you, just, you just dismiss it immediately. Not, not one thought that... Maybe I'm the exception. Can't be any exceptions. There can't be. If you're the exception, you ruin it for everybody. How do you want that on your back? Because <laughs> listen, there can't be otherwise. All of a sudden, the rest of us don't know if we're the other exception. If God wants to heal 99 out of 100, you're number 100. <laughs> or if it's me... I'm number 100. The devil will remind me. It must be 100 out of 100. And you know what? That's what's revealed to us in the will of God, in the Word of God. That's what's revealed. It's a whosoever will proposition. It's a everybody can access and make themselves um, able to receive these things from the Lord. Genesis 1 Verse 26 says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, He created him, male and female, He created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose 
fruit yield seed, to you it shall be for food. Also, to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, which, in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed, it was very good. It was what? It was very good. Do you know that God created us um, in his own image and his own likeness? And even though our bodies have been affected by sin in the earth and in the world, um, we're still in the image of God. Some say, what does God look like? Well, like us. <laughs> you know that? Say, so does God have like feet and hands and a head? Of course He does. Of course He does. Why do you think you look the way you look? Because we're made in the image of God. In more ways than just a physical appearance. But, but yeah, this is God. We're God's design. Uh, he liked making people this way. Someone say, well, why didn't he make us so our arms could go backwards as much as they could go forwards? He didn't want to. <laughs> you're, 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 you're God's taste. You know, you, you, are, you are the way that God likes people to be. You know, apparently he doesn't like everyone to look the same either. He likes some to be taller than others. Amen. God says this is a good thing. The way he created us is, is, is a good thing. And you know, one of the ways that we can discover what the will of God is, what his best is for our lives, is you go back and look before sin got involved the another way to look is you look at the end after sin is no longer a part in other words you look where we're looking here in the first part of Genesis and you look at heaven and then you can see what God wants anything in the middle you can't you cannot necessarily look at any individual or circumstance and say that's the perfect will of God without you know knowing the, uh, about that because this world has been tainted by sin all right our bodies have been influenced by a sinful world you know people come out of the womb sometimes and they're different than they would have looked had there had never been sin in the earth Obviously, some who come out, you know, with diseases and uh, limitations from day one, that's obviously not the will of God. It's not a part of His plan. That's a result of sin in the earth. Amen. And so looking at, looking at the way God did things in the beginning can be quite enlightening to know how He really wants them. Because all of God's plan through 4,000 years of the Old Testament and getting things ready, Jesus shows up on, on, on the scene to fix what was lost through Adam's sin. And one of the things that were fixed was man, man's, men's bodies 
men and women, their bodies have been ravaged with problems, with limitations and breakdowns. But how did God design it in the beginning? I know this. He got done with it and said, that is very good. Man, that is nice. I, I just can't imagine for a moment that when God said that, Adam was bent over. It's just like, oh. It's like, Eve, can you help me up? I don't think God looked and said, that is good. I think he would go. <laughs> uh, I think we had an oversight here. We forgot to straighten the spine. No, he looked at his man and there was nothing wrong. Do you know before the fall of man, never did Adam or Eve wake up in the morning in pain? Never was he sitting around after lunch saying, Eve, man, my head is just throbbing. If someone could go back in time and we could show up in the garden and we started having a conversation with Adam and we just started telling him about, about some of our aches and pains, we started telling him about some of the limitations and, and uh and, you know, maybe you started saying, well, you know, when you get a little bit older and, you know, I started just describing some of the things that uh, we're aware of today. He would look at us like we were from Mars. You know, he would, he would not be able to have that conversation with us. But what are you talking about? What is a headache? What do you mean you woke up and you were all groggy and, you know, you ran into the wall? And uh, What do you mean you were lifting something up and you couldn't get up? <laughs> or like they say, you know, some people say when they get older, they go down to bend, they, to tie their shoe. While they're down there, they see if there's anything else they can do. <laughs> and we know for certain that with the age of the physical body, Things do slow down. But nevertheless, sickness and disease was never a part of God's plan. Really, aging to that point was not His plan in the beginning. That's kind of a part of the, the human race now. And it won't be in heaven again. But there's so many things that we accept, I think, as normal. We accept as, well, that's just the way it is. I just have to live off of these pills. Well, that wasn't God's plan. And it doesn't have to be in your life. You do not have to be tied to things and limitations and especially a disease taking someone out before it's time. That's not God's will. It's not God's plan. Man was made perfect. He had no flaws. Zero flaws. Nothing wrong whatsoever. And uh, they didn't have bad days. There were no bad days, ever. It was all very good. If God wanted Adam sick, he should have made him sick. If sickness were a part of God's plan, it would have certainly had a day. You know, on the fifth day, God created cancer. 
on the sixth day, God, God created spine problems and, and uh, flat feet. And uh, you know what I'm talking and, 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 and God made God made some of the race to have one leg shorter than the other. On the eighth day, God created acne. You know, or at least just said God introduced sickness and disease into the human race so for, for some kind of purpose. But you know what? There was none of that, and God called it very good. He called it very good. God did these things according to His will. Again, if He wanted His, his creation sick, He could have. That wasn't His will. Do you know what? His will hasn't changed. The Lord's will for them, His Lord's will for us, and the Lord's will for all eternity. It's not different. Someone said, when I get to heaven, I'll be healed. No, you won't. There's nothing to be healed of in heaven. There's no sickness in heaven. The day you show up, there's not going to be a, there are no hospitals there. They're not going to wheel you into heaven. <laughs> Amen. But healing is God's will for here, for now. It's His will for today. And who, what's, who's it His will for? It's for everybody. We are His creation. We are the, the joy of His day. He delights to see us and to be involved in our lives. And when you're feeling strong, He's feeling good about it. When you're feeling weak, when you're hurting and in pain, I believe it bothers the Lord. So much so that he sent his son to suffer tremendously and die so we might be free from all sickness and disease and pain. Amen. This is God's will. This is God's plan for us. And it's his will for every single one of us. Amen. Amen. Father, we just love you tonight. We're just so thankful. Thankful that we're not, we're not fighting against you regarding these things. We're not trying to get you to do something you don't want to do. God forbid. But Lord, we're accepting. We are accepting of your plan and your will for our lives. We submit ourselves to you tonight. And we rise up in faith. We say we're going to have everything you've promised and provided through Jesus. And I thank you that as we approach you tonight, just as Jesus said to the, the leper, I am willing, be cleansed. So he is saying again tonight, I am willing. Be cleansed, be healed, be restored, and be made whole. We thank you for the moving of your spirit now by your will and by your perfect plan. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord.